1: the time. It's a Monday, so rinse and repeat. Here we do. Here we go again. Milton Luther King Day, which means some people have a holiday time off. Hey, that reminds me. let uh, see. Banks would have the day off, right? And a lot of your bureaucrats and government offices have the time off. But the rest of us have to go work. Well, that just sucks. I have an idea for a new holiday. Hang on. This ought, No, no. This ought to work. It
2: Strap in, hold on to your coffee, and feel free to participate.
3: This disclaimer
1: does not refer to every person named Dave. Just one particular Dave from San Francisco. We know a lot of Daves. They call this show all the time, and they're great people. So don't call this program and complain that we use your name. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. See, every time we have one of these holidays where the banks get days off and government employees get days off, but the rest of us are still working. I thought, I would like to have a holiday. I don't know what we would call it. But it's the kind of holiday where government employees have to show up to work. Bank employees have to show up to work. The rest of us get the day off. How about that, huh? Because I'm a little tired, just sick and tired of the other way around. So whatever you want to call that holiday, fine. We'll go ahead and make it up and then force those other people so they know how we feel. I get it just seriously, the number of times I've run into people who work at banks and well, so what are you doing with tomorrow that you have the day off? I don't. Most of us don't. Jim and Casper, only people with real jobs work today. My point exactly. Which means now if how many federal holidays? I should look this up, Jim. Hang on a second. See if I can do this live on the air. How many How many federal holidays are there? Okay. A federal government recognizes 10 holidays. However, several things can affect when, when you observe those holidays. So during the course of the year, there are about 10 holidays that you and I, the rest of us, don't get off. New Year's Day, Martin Luther King Day, President's Day, Memorial Day, Independence Day. Um, Labor Day, Columbus Day, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day. Some of these we do. Some of these we don't. Um, Let's see. There's also Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve. Some of those, of course, Christmas stuff like that we do. But all right. So there's a whole list of holidays. Oh, this is cool. Hey, we can select one of these holidays. National Egg Day, National Donut Day. The first Friday of, of February. We take the day off. And people who work at banks and bureaucrats have to keep working. Uh, number six, National Yo-Yo Day. National Best Friends Day. National German Chocolate Cake Day. I'm for that. I'm down. National Corn on the Cob Day. National Jerky Day. National Sewing Machine Day. Flag Day. Father's Day Day. Eat all your vegetables day. I'll skip that one. Uh, World juggling day. International picnic day. World Refugee Day. Summer solstice. I really we can celebrate the summer solstice. National kissing day. National eat at a food truck day. I, I'm down for that one. See runners selfie day. Take your dog to work. Hey, Miss Mary. Take your dog to work day. Or if you don't have one, take somebody else's dog to work day. Okay. Uh, let's see. National Chocolate Pudding Day, National Sunglasses Day, and National Camera Day, to name a few. Okay. We can pick one of those. How about that? Yeah. Um, real job holiday. Yeah. yeah no, it's it, it, just thinking, Jim. I'm just tired of the banks will be closed today. The bureaucracy is closed today. We're at work. Okay. Speaking of we're at work, let's go ahead and move on to a Democrat. Usually when I start that way, you're going, oh, God, what now? This is something the media is going to have a hard time dealing with. A Democrat mayor, New York City, calls on the Biden administration to play a more proactive role on the border. He went to the border. New York City mayor on Sunday called on the federal government to begin addressing the, he said, migrant crisis, illegal immigration at the U.S. border. It's overwhelming his city, he said. Well, maybe it has been a good idea to bus all these people to some of these Democrat cities so they can deal with it. Democrat mayor was in El Paso over the weekend. The difference is the Democrat mayor, he went to places that Joe Biden didn't get to see. They whitewashed everything for Joe Biden. He really didn't get to see much of anything. The trip comes after the mayor said on Friday that the Big Apple is at the breaking point as record numbers continue to arrive. He submitted an emergency mutual aid request. An announcement came after the city received about uh, 3,100 asylum seekers just in the past week, about 800 arriving just last Thursday alone. Speaking Sunday afternoon at a conference, El Paso, the mayor of New York City said he wasn't planning any, uh, well, he doesn't want to accelerate the problem. He says, well, I'm not pointing a finger at our federal government. Something's got to be done. Well, he should point a finger. This has been going on for several presidents, but he should point a finger. Adams and several other governors, they um, have been, again, packing up migrants and sending them to major cities to show new york and illinois and other major cities what those southern cities are going through and now i think they understand okay so let's see what happens now because this is the mayor of new york saying hey that's enough we can't handle anymore mr president you need to do something about this let's see i'm sure they will let's watch the the news media either ignore or distort this and i'm sure they will National Bring Your Dog to Work Day, Miss Mary says, I'll snag someone else's dog, bring it to work, no worries. Jim and Casper, most federal government employees end up with around 12 weeks of paid days off each year. Yeah, that's about three months. Is that about it, really? They get about three months off? Okay. Well, and that's all paid. Time off. Now, the rest of us, however, in fact, most people don't get anywhere near you're lucky if you get a couple of weeks off. And, and Jim, you know this. Jim's a business owner. You know, people want to take two weeks vacation. Try owning a business and see how much time you get off. How many weekends you get off, for that matter. Yeah, as a business owner, it doesn't tend to work that way. But your government employees, you know, they get some nice pay, some nice benefits, and a lot of time off. Which is why they chose that profession. Uh, And how much real work do they have to do? And by real work, I define that as actual productive work that when they're done, we have something that we can add to society and the economy, not just paperwork. So Jim's asking, does that mean that 25% of the employees aren't needed? Because that's how many are gone at any given time. Yes. In fact, Jim, remember some time ago we had a government shutdown And the government said, well, we're going to shut down all but essential services. And my answer at the time was, hang on. Isn't that what government is supposed to be? 615, wake up, Wyoming.
0: Sometimes the best way to... Glenn Woods on AM 1030 K2 Radio. Join the show at 888-97-WOODS.
1: Coming up on 619th, Wake Up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. couple of stories here are going to make you scratch your head. This one is not really going to go anywhere, but it's worth talking about. It, I don't care if this is dead on arrival. So, of course, your Wyoming House and Senate are in session right now. And it's supposed to be a budget session, I believe. But, of course, all sorts of bills are being introduced. Most of them will just die. Okay, but that's what happens during a budget session. Story here says, Wyoming lawmakers to consider a resolution against electric cars. So when you're in California, uh, they're trying to ban the sale of um, gasoline or diesel vehicles by a certain date. So if you already own one, you still own it. But as far as selling them in California, they only want to sell electric vehicles by a certain date. As far as I'm concerned, that should be flat-out unconstitutional, but that's all another story. Here in the state of Wyoming, a Wyoming legislative committee is slated to take up a resolution calling for the end of electric car sales in Wyoming by 2035. Yeah, you heard that right. Now, again, that's dead on arrival. It's not going anywhere, but that's fun, though. It's important to note that resolutions are not legally binding laws, but are aimed at expressing an opinion. Okay? Okay. So again, it's not a law, it's a resolution that we believe we think. All right. Scheduled for consideration, noon recess Monday, State Minerals and Economic Development Committee. Chairman of the committee, Jim Anderson, is sponsor of the resolution. The text of the bill cites the importance of the oil and gas industry to Wyoming and Wyoming's economy, and goes on to say, I-, I love this whenever they write a bill, whereas, there's got to be a lot of whereases, whereas Wyoming's vast stretches of highway coupled with lack of electric vehicle charging infrastructure make the widespread use of electric vehicles impractical for the state, and whereas the battery-used in electric vehicles contain critical uh, materials whose domestic supply is limited, and at risk for disruption, and he should have put in there toxic to create and toxic to dispose of, and <clears throat> whereas, the critical material used in electric batteries are not easily recyclable or disposable, meaning municipal landfills in Wyoming and elsewhere will be required to develop practical uh, practices of disposing these minerals in safe and reasonable manner, and Whereas the expansion of electric vehicle charging station in Wyoming and throughout the country necessary to support electric vehicles will require massive amounts of new power generations in order to sustain electric vehicles. So if the resolution ends up winning final approval, the bill calls for copies to be sent to the president of the United States, members of Wyoming, congressional delegation, speaker of the House, president of the U.S. Senate, governor of Wyoming and, Go- oh, and the governor of California. Again, it doesn't really mean anything, but I'm all for it. Steve is in Cheyenne. Morning, Steve. Good morning.
4: Um, I don't think you have that quite right um, about the federal employees. Okay. Um, A federal employee earns eight hours per pay period, which is two weeks. Okay. Um, And they can accumulate that time. Um, Then they put in their uh, leave slip, and um, the supervisor has to approve that time off job permitting. Okay. Uh, I think that's the way it goes. Okay. Um, And you don't get that until after about, uh, I think it's a year on the job.
1: About a year on the job. Okay. All right. I am still still in favor, though, of making holidays where they have to work and we get the rest of the time off. And banks have to work, too, but you and I get time off.
4: Yeah, well, there are there are some perks, but um, yeah. it's it's not quite as you know. You join the federal government, and then they, they just get give this you all off, the stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, a lot of it is earned. All
1: right, thank and you. And some
4: you. of the jobs are are yeah. essential, which means no matter what the weather is,
1: yeah, you gotta be uh, no out
4: matter there, what yeah. the holidays are, uh, in many cases you have to be there.
1: Right. I'm talking mainly about the bureaucrats who I really would love to get rid of a large percentage of. Amen to that. All right. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Oh, and Jim is correcting me. So this is a general session? See, I get those mixed up as to which day. Okay. So um, I think you're probably right, Jim. I'll ask our our man in Cheyenne as to whether this is a general or budget, but you're probably right. This could be a general session in that case. There's all sorts of things being offered up here. But the idea of this resolution to um, ban electric vehicles, again, it's not a binding law, it's just somebody making a statement, and I might even add because I like the fact that the resolution on electric cars does say that look, we're going to have to find a way to dispose of all of this, all of these batteries and so on, and that become they need to put in there that this is toxic to create and toxic to dispose of, so' I'll see if I can get a hold of the sponsor of the bill and send them a note. Can you add the toxicity in there as well? And while we're at it, can we end the state of Wyoming taking money from the federal government and trying to hand it out so people can put up electric charging stations? As I've been saying all along, if people want to put up electric charging stations, if they think it's good for business, then let them just go ahead and do that without all sorts of subsidies, and even then the state of Wyoming turned to the federal government after taking the money and said, but we can't do it the way you want us to do it. You want charging station every 50 miles, and you got to come out here and look at Wyoming. We just can't do that out here, and they don't care. The federal government demands that we do that. So once again, let's put into that resolution or pass some kind of a law or for that matter just Make the state of Wyoming, which we supposed to be the most conservative state, although a lot of times I wonder, the most conservative state is taking these government subsidies for charging stations and handing them out. Not something conservatives really think about doing. See Jim and Casper. okay, so Jim is including for uh federal government employees or just government employees sick days holidays vacation days personal days okay so but apparently according to steve who just called you have to be there for a certain period of time but then sick days holidays vacation days personal days and etc so you're adding all of those up to come to how much time they actually can get off all right but then do they actually take that much time off and what gets approved by the supervisor i'm still in favor though when it comes to and for those who just joined the conversation What that conversation about is today's Martin Luther King Day. And I did have a couple of people ask what I was going to do with my day off. And my answer was, I don't have a day off on Monday. It was Martin Luther King Day. It's a federal holiday. Bank employees will have the day off and government employees will have the day off. But the rest of us have to go to work. So this is where I was looking for some kind of a holiday that we could all take off, and yet bank employees and anyone working for government had to show up. I think turnabout is fair play on something like this. Now, what the, what that holiday is, I don't know. I am all in favor of making up something just randomly stupid and making a holiday out of it, and then we can all go celebrate that. Now, some of the list, and I'll, I'll consult with Frank Gambino when we get to his segment, for sports, so we can go ahead and, and look at some things like uh world juggling day oh the international towel day for those people who like Hitchhiker's Guide to the galaxy uh let's see national eat at a food truck day see I'd be in favor of that uh let's see take your dog to work day miss Mary will but that means you have to show up for work if you take your walk Ooh, No, that doesn't work. National Sunglasses Day, National Camera Day, National Yo-Yo Day, um, I'm down for that. National Donut Day, again, all down for that, okay. I am not in favor of National Eat Your Veggies Day. No, I like, I eat my vegetables. Just so you know, I eat all my veggies. I always do. But that's just not a holiday. That's like saying, let's have Broccoli Day. I like broccoli. I eat Broccoli. But how many people are going to celebrate National Broccoli Day? So we find some random, stupid holiday, and we make everybody at banks and in government work while the rest of us have time off. That means we'll finally be able to catch up on things like going to the bank because we all have the day off. And we can even – those things that you have to get done by going to government bureaucracy, you finally have the chance to do it. Unless you consider that to be work and you want to just go out and play. I would prefer that we all just go out and play. All right. I do have, as you're listening to uh, the weather forecast over the next, well, we got the segment right after news, weather forecast, and then Don Day's extended forecast. For those in southeast Wyoming, especially, listen for that snow report coming your way. Yeah, we got uh Tuesday, we got something coming in for you guys. Nebraska is gonna get the bulk of it. Some people in northern Colorado will get some of this too. But mostly Nebraska gets the bulk. Listen for that. Got that coming up right after local news. Then you and I get back into it again. So wake up Wyoming.
0: but we had a budget. Join the conversation at eight 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 ninety seven 97 woods This is K2 Radio.
1: 6.36 the time, it's wake up my Well, a lot of people awake this morning. Okay, so, oh, wait, i got to go back to this here. This is... <laughs> people picking on me uh let me make sure i get his name so yeah it's a it's a holiday yeah juan is sent me a note here he is a uh happily taking the day off as a state employee that's just cruel man That's just cruel my sister in lake wells i would like a national stay at home and snuggle with your cat day my sister was adopted by a cat she didn't adopt a cat. The cat has adopted her and slowly is working its way into the house, even though it's supposed to be an outdoor cat. I see what's going on, sister dear. We all know what's really going on here. Jim in Glenrock, how about instead of a national take your child to work day, we have a national send your child to work day? Hey, that's cool. That instead of you going to work, send your kid. Okay, I tell you what, you earned the money today to pay the bills. Okay, I'm just going to stay in bed. How about that? Rianne for Danger, National, drink your butt off all day. That's one Frank can get into. So basically, Rianne just wants to sit around and drink all day. Okay, if that's what you want to do. Fine. I'm pointing that out for people just joining me because, once again, it's a federal holiday, Martin Luther King Day. And there's all of these people who have the day off, bank people, bureaucrats. The rest of us have to go to work. I want a holiday that flips that. I want a holiday that... We get the day off, and bank people and bureaucrats have to go to work. Not sure which holiday we pick, but fine. All right, here's one that's going to drive you absolutely nuts. Oh, several people did correct me, and thanks for that. I do get them flip-flop now, and it's hard to. And it's, there's only two. I don't know why I have a hard time keeping track. It is a general session for the Wyoming House and Senate, not a budget session. So this is a general session this year. All right, let's go to Teton County real quick. So let's say you live in Teton County, Wyoming. That's because somebody left the Western Gate open and some of California leaked in. Let's say you still have your Christmas tree lights up. Well, that could be a fine. It starts off where they send you a notice. Yeah, for having your Christmas tree lights up still. They start by sending you a notice And if you don't do anything about it, it might be taken before the Teton County Board of Commissioners. And if still nothing is done about it, you don't take your Christmas tree lights down, that could be a fine of up to $750 a day. Yeah, that's Teton County for you. You need to take your Christmas tree lights down by a certain time. They can only be up. No, they have dates and times when you can do this. From November 15th to January 10th, that's when you can have your Christmas tree lights up. After that, they start to find you. I'll explain why, but first got to go to uh, Guy in Cheyenne who's got a new holiday idea. Morning, Guy.
5: Good morning. How about uh, how about a new national get-off-your-backside-and-go-to-work day?
1: Oh, God, isn't that every day?
4: No, not oh. for uh, too many people in this country. That's
1: true. There's a lot of people who, okay. In order to do that, it's a national get-off-the-government-dole day. We do that uh, by yeah. cutting off the money. Yes. Okay, I'm in favor of that. All right, thank you, guy. No, that's a great idea. We're going to cut off the money. You have to show up to work. Mike from the video stream, Lead South Dakota. How about uh, National Squirrel Appreciation Day? Fine. Uh, That'd be okay. Squirrel Appreciation Day is good. Back real quick to Teton County. So again there's a date and time that they have that you can put your christmas tree lights up and it's a good thing that they don't live in places like alabama because the alabama would never there's people in alabama who keep their christmas lights up year round so this would never work in places like that but in teton county or most of wyoming for that matter but in teton county let's go back to the dates here from November 15th through January 10th, you can have your Christmas tree lights up. After that, you could get fined, if you don't do anything about it, up to $750 a day. And it's not just that they have uh, code enforcement people going around looking at this, but they have looking for violators. But your neighbor can call you in. There's always that busy neighbor out there who's looking for something like that, right? So why? How did they wind up in this position? Well, Teton County was named a and got an award for being a dark sky place for people who love looking at the stars, and they're very proud of that. They want to keep it, county commissioners do. And then they start coming up with all sorts of lame things like, well, it's to reduce light pollution and hazards, including disruptions to stargazers, and nocturnal wildlife. It confuses them. You don't want to hurt the wildlife, do you? No. So right now, if you're in Teton County, you're supposed to have your lights down. If you don't, heavy fines. Just let's make sure this doesn't leak into the rest of Wyoming. 642, Wake Up Wyoming.
0: This weather update. I'm at you. Be part of the show at 888-97-Woods. This is Wake Up Wyoming on K2 Radio.
1: 6.28 is the time off. We go to the icebox. Frank Gambino's waiting by. Okay, Frank, we're working on something here. Uh, today's Martin Luther King Day, right? It is, yes. Okay. And that means bank employees get the time off, and a lot it's, of people in government get the time off, but you and I are still here. It's okay. Yeah. So I started to take a look at, well, then, why don't we have a holiday where everybody gets the day off except for bank employees and bureaucrats? Um, that doesn't exist. I yeah, I want to make one. Well, Christmas, I think it's fair. How, how about Christmas? Well, I, I think everybody should get Christmas off, but not, not let okay. them work because um, you know, you know, no.
6: you know. After spending all that money on Christmas Eve, yeah. you, just, you need to go to the bank and say, you know, uh, you know I want to see a regular person, not an ATM. I Help see. me with my finances, you know. Okay, you know.
1: See, I was looking at other. Now these are actual days, but if you can add something to this, people are beginning to add to the list. There's National Egg Day, National Donut Day, I'm down for that. Mm. National Yo Yo Day.
6: Mm.
1: Uh let's see. National German Chocolate Cake Day. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Who,
6: Who are, are the idiots I don't know. that put these national days? I don't know, but these are They're actually idiots. days on the
1: calendar. Uh National Beef Jerky Day. No? No. Okay. I don't understand National Sewing Machine Day, but okay. R- really? Or worse like, re- yet. Really,
6: National Sewing Machine. This
1: is the Day. worst one ever though. National Eat All Your Veggies Day. Oh, please. Yeah. World Juggling Day? Um uh, Okay, okay. Uh, let me see. Um, National Eat at a Food Truck Day. I'm down for that.
6: The idea is nice.
1: Yeah, okay. Let's see. Uh, take Your Dog to Work Day?
6: I've heard of that okay. one. Okay. Take Your Kid to Work Day.
1: National Chocolate Pudding Day.
6: Oh, well, yeah,
1: okay. See, there's a few. If you can think of any other ones that we take, we make it a national holiday. The more ridiculous, the better. And again, all the bank employees and bureaucrats have to work. The rest of us get the day off. I think turnabout's fair play on this.
6: Absolutely. So call it bank employees and bureaucrats have to work day. Today.
1: Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, then we, you'd want something to celebrate though, right? Well, you um, have to have an excuse to celebrate something.
6: Boy, what you I mean, we're celebrating that they're working or
1: uh well we I'll go for that sure for
6: them. <laughs> In the National Football League playoffs, there were some exciting games over the weekend. Last night Cincinnati beat Baltimore 24-17 as Casper native and former Wyoming cowboy Logan Wilson made a huge play that helped the Bengals win. In the fourth quarter, Baltimore was on the two yard line. Ravens running back Tyler Huntley was trying to get into the end zone. Wilson punched the ball out, and the fumble was returned by Sam Hubbard, who went ninety eight yards the other way for a touchdown. There's an incredibly heads-up play by Wilson who really has a knack of doing that. So Cincinnati survives and they'll play at Buffalo in the divisional round. The Bills actually were lucky to win. They beat Miami 34-31 on Saturday. Buffalo blew a 17-point lead. Former UW star quarterback Josh Allen did throw for 352 yards and three touchdowns, but he threw two interceptions that Miami turned into 10 points and also fumbled, and that was returned for a Miami touchdown. Allen was also sacked seven times, but You know, a win is a win, but also in the playoffs, Jacksonville rallied from 27 points down to sudden the Los Angeles Chargers 31-30. Former Wyoming Cowboy Chad Mumma had three tackles for the Jags. San Francisco beat Seattle 41-23 as former UW guys' Sean Gibson had three tackles for the 49ers. And the New York Giants, who won a playoff game for the first time in 11 years, beating Minnesota 31-24. And men's college basketball from over the weekend, the Wyoming Cowboys lost again. They were drove by Boise State on Saturday night in Laramie, 85-68, Boise State hit a dozen three-pointers, and just dominated the backboards. Cowboys did get Noah Reynolds back in the lineup, and he had 13 points, but UW was just miserable from the free-throw line, going 11 from 21. Plus, Hunter Maldonado left the game with some breathing issues, but evidently he is feeling better in his day-to-day. It's just a lost season for the Cowboys, that's it, who are in the basement of the Mountain West Conference at 0-5, and they're 5-12. and They've lost seven in a row, and they will be at Air Force tomorrow. Wyoming well, I mean, Cowgirl basketball team beat San Jose State on Saturday on the road, 64-48 so they're 11-5 overall, 4-0 oh in Mountain West Conference play. Emily Malima had 12 points for the Cowgirls as they went 15-16 of 16 from the free-throw line. Wyoming will be at Nevada tonight. In women's junior college basketball, Casper College improved the 17-3 with a 61-59 road win over Western Nebraska. The Birds uh, were ranked 23rd in the country and got 14 points from Sandra farr The Casper College men posted two wins over the weekend. They get to 15-4 and four on the year. They beat Western Nebraska 84-78 on Friday and then. NJC on Saturday, 104.74. In that Western Nebraska game, Kennard Richardson uh, for the T Birds took an astounding 33 shots and was one of 10 from the three-point line, but still finished with 28 points. Casper College men and women will be at Northwest of Powell on Saturday.
1: National Quitters Day. That's <laughs> actually a thing. <laughs> National Cheesy Socks Day. It's like a bad sweater day, but for socks. Cheesy Socks? Your yeah, cheesy socks. Just wear really ridiculous socks. Oh, oh, I can get oh Okay, into that. okay. Well, I got okay. you. Okay. I uh, see. Curmudgeon's Day. Well, that's Fine. every day. Yeah, I'll Sure, want to. Uh, pull your sofa off the wall day? Okay, <laughs> uh, let me see. National Poop Day, I'm not sure. No, pass. no, I don't think I'll pass on that one. Let's see. Uh, national Grouch Day, that's like curmudgeon day. Let me see. Um, national Handcuff Day, that just sounds weird. I'll pass. Hmm,
7: yeah,
1: National hmm. Hotel Slipper Day. What is that? Did they even give slippers at hotels no, anymore? No, they don't. I don't I, think so. I haven't so. seen one in years. I haven't been able to steal a robe in years. They don't do that anymore mm. All right. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on local business. News time after that. Update on new weather forecast. Wake up Wyoming. Romance. Six to time. It is a Monday. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Triple ninety seven Woods. The phone number that's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. Have a lot going on today. And that's my fault. I brought up several different topics, and all these folks out there just jumping all over it, which you can too. Not just by calling the program, which some have. Use your Wake Up Wyoming app. Top right hand corner. Those little you know, word bubbles that you see in cartoons. That's the chat option on your Wake Up Wyoming app and you can send me a text message. So here's what's going on. First off, Martin Luther, just catching everybody up. Martin Luther King Day, that means people at banks and bureaucrats get the day off, but the rest of us don't. And I'm looking for a holiday where we all get the day off, but people who work at banks and bureaucrats are at work all day. Turnabout is fair play. Okay, I just I don't know what the holiday will be, but we need to invent something and enforce it. And then next, I was talking about electric vehicles. State of Wyoming, this is a resolution. It's not a law. State of Wyoming wants to pass a resolution. Well, we plan to ban electric vehicles in Wyoming by 2035. Again, not really a law, more like trying to make a point. And then talk about why it really doesn't work here and the toxic waste that comes with it and you have to dispose of those batteries and on and on it goes and if it this passes the resolution goes to people like the governor of california and the president of the united states doesn't it's not binding in any way it's just our opinion getting it out there that was fun ryan for danger says so in regards to the legislators wanting to ban evs I think prohibiting the dumping of their batteries in the state would be better, in my opinion. That's actually not a bad idea. But just the idea of passing a resolution, whether it goes through or not, I thought was just interesting and fun. So let them go ahead and do it. Why not? Also, another quick story I had for you guys. If you live in Teton County, you need to have your Christmas tree lights down or they will start to fine you about $750 a day. Now, it's not that immediately they show up with a warning then it goes before the county commissioners if you don't take them down. And if you still don't take them down, it goes in front of a judge and the judge could fine you up to $750 a day. So in Teton County, Christmas tree lights are to be taken down by, well, basically yesterday is when they were supposed to be taken down. Yeah, and this is a place in Wyoming that's doing this. Well, people of Teton County voted for this kind of nonsense. These are the people that they voted for. I don't see how the rest of the state would put up with something like that. But okay, moving on. Let's get real quick back to the president and his classified documents because over the course of the weekend they found more. How does he recover from. Well,. Okay, let's take a look at it. Hillary got away with it. Yeah, they found a bunch at Trump's place. That's still an issue. And then here's Biden dealing with it. Story says, just remember that Joe Biden takes classified documents seriously. That's his words. He takes them so seriously that they're out there in boxes next to his Corvette. Now, he'll say, well, that garage is locked. That's not secure enough. Not for classified documents. Troy says, although one has to wonder whether Biden can also dig up a few more Corvettes. And and by the way, I keep pointing out, so Biden has a Corvette, Joe. Climate change. Why isn't that an electric vehicle and all? But all right. President Biden's aides found additional pages of classified information at his Delaware home. Over the course of the weekend, White House said Saturday, bringing the tally up to well six pages so far uncovered just this week, additional pages, a person with direct knowledge of the matter where they were discovered hours after the White House issued a statement citing only one that had turned up. So that, well, we only have just one page it turned up over here in this. Apparently not. They found more. The revelation came as Biden's lawyers provided new details about the unfolding discovery over the past couple of months of classified materials when he was vice president of the United States. Come back. Uh, and then also, um, see, before beginning his 2020 campaign, White House Attorney General Merrick B. Garland appointed a special counsel to investigate Biden's holding of classified documents as well. Ed is in Casper. Hi, Ed.
3: Hi, Glenn. How you doing? I'd like to say a national holiday of, of No BS Day.
1: No BS Day. Well, that means we would have to turn off every single television news network, and newspapers would not allowed to print and distribute.
5: Well, I'd love to see the politicians and all that working on that.
1: Thing. Yeah then the politicians wouldn't be able to say anything either. They would just have to shut up. (laughs) My point exactly. Oh, there you go. Okay, so one day, no BS day. Right. Okay, think of all the people that would have to just keep their mouths shut. Okay, that's not a bad idea. All right, Ed. That's nice. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, just a a national no BS day. Interesting. Think of all of the people who would have to just shut up for an entire day. Okay, Jude and Casper, so if they ban electric vehicles, will Wyoming give back the $8 million for charging stations? Okay, Jude, that's what I was asking earlier. Now, again, it's not a law to really ban electric vehicles. It's a resolution, so it just makes a statement, okay? And one of the things that I have a problem with is while you have state legislators talking about a resolution like this, we still have the state of Wyoming Taking money from the federal government to try to get businesses to bribe them, basically, to put up electric charging stations. Tammy and Casper about the Christmas tree lights. Morning, Tammy.
3: Well, good morning, Glenn. What are they going to do about the lights on the antlered archways then? Because those stay up all year long.
1: Well, and where I think it's nonsense is they say, well, you know, lights year round. That- that confuses nocturnal animals, and you don't want to—you don't want to confuse the nocturnal animals, really. So, do you turn your street lights out at night, Teton County?
3: Well, no. And you talked about them being a dark skies. Yeah. Yeah, they are a dark skies area, but that is out towards the Elk Refuge, right? So it don't include the city or anything like that. Exactly. And yeah. what if your lights identify as just pretty white light?
1: Sure. Yeah, well, for that you know, matter, it, it, what if I just have my porch light on? Am I bothering the animals in?
3: I don't know. My My aunt and uncle used to live up in Jackson, and um, there were several nights where they had moose in the backyard because the lights were on and they could see the trees. Okay. So there you go.
1: Okay. Thank you, Tammy. Now, again, that goes back to the story, Teton County. You need to have your Christmas tree lights down by now. Are you going to start to receive notices from the county? And then if you don't do anything, if you don't take your lights down, it goes in front of the county commissions. If you still don't take your lights down, then they bring it to a judge. And it could be up to a fine of $750 a day for not having the... Christmas tree lights down in Teton County. And as Tammy was pointing out, not so much, you know, in the city of Jackson, but it's a county thing for those people that are way out there. There is a um, an app that you can use. There's a website for it, too, called Dark Sky, where you can take a look at where are the darkest skies out there if you want to go stargazing so you can get away from city lights. And so what they're saying is, well, wait, we, wanna, we, we got an award for that in Teton County, so we would like to continue to be a dark sky space this is why they put this up. But it still comes down to, so you're really going to let your local government do this. This is who you're voting for in Teton County. Okay, it just let's make sure this doesn't leak into the rest of Wyoming. 715, Wake Up Wyoming.
0: Anywhere you do, with the Wake Up Wyoming app. Free download for Apple and Android. This is K2 Radio.
1: 721. My sister over in Lake Wales, Florida. What? Fine to take Christmas tree lights? uh, Not to take the Christmas tree lights down? I would not put any up. Just buy those ugly blow-up things. Yeah, okay. Yeah, leave those up all year long. See, now, sister, dear, you're living in the South. And people in the South tend to keep their Christmas tree lights up all year anyway. So, okay, for those... And I want to go through the story again for those who are arriving late. Because it's one of those things where you look at it and go, Really? Wyoming, huh? Okay. Teton County, Wyoming, way out west where the gate was left open and California spilled in. It's like having a hole in the levee. It's just, yeah. And bad things happen. So apparently, Teton County, Wyoming residents still have their outdoor lights on. They're in violation of county ordinances. Homeowners, association, bad enough. But when you're City or county government becomes a homeowners association, yeah, so you 're allowed to have your lights up November 15th through January 10th That's it. Busy bodies can turn you in, so now do they have code enforcement going around looking for things, and that might be one of them, but if your neighbor's neighbor's a busybody, they can turn you in. so let's see why well. They're considered a dark sky area, which is great for stargazing. And again, there's a website called Dark Sky where you can look up the best places in the country for stargazing. And many of those places are in Wyoming. You can get way out in the middle of nowhere. And there's just no lights out there. And not even any light domes from places way off on the horizon. So let's go ahead and put up wind turbines all over the place with blinking lights on the top. All right. Busy bodies in the county include, they say, it includes disruption of uh, stargazing, but also nocturnal wildlife hazard. And you don't want to hurt the wildlife, do you? Now, they're making that up at that point. It harms the wildlife. They have no evidence whether it does or doesn't. They're making things up. So, what happens if someone doesn't take their lights down in Teton County? Now, again, code enforcement will drop by with a notice of violation explaining to you, you need to have your lights down by this time, here's why. If the lights are not taken down, then the warning becomes an issue before the county board, which they will wag their finger and the county commissioners will tell you, you need to turn those down, so now it's official. You didn't just get a letter. Now it's official. But let's say you still didn't. Okay. From there, it's off to district court, where a judge could fine up to—this is not a guarantee that you'll get this as a fine—but the judge is allowed to fine up to $750 a day. So, this all began because they got that Dark Sky Award for way out there in Teton County, And they're very proud of that and want to keep that all right now remember teton county people they voted for this this is what they voted for these kinds of people to be in government office so this is what they have to deal with essentially it's a county homeowners association and there's some city councils like that as well that are like homeowners association which is one of the reasons i often say I want government to meet as little as possible. I mean, at, once a year to take care of business, city, county, state, federal. They have a short period of time where they're allowed to meet and they have to take care of business in that short period of time. And because their time is limited, most everything that will be presented to them will die. And I'm happy to watch that here in the state of Wyoming. Most bills that get pushed in front of the state of Wyoming during a legislative session, which we're in right now, die simply because they don't have the time to get through all of this. And I look at that and think, good, because a lot of this is just garbage anyway. So let's just not give them the time to pass all of this. This is what happens not just when you elect busybodies, but you allow them to constantly meet. Because if they're constantly meeting, they're constantly looking for something to pass. And this is where it just gets beyond ridiculous at some point to the point that you can't even put up decorations around your yard. And I'm not even just thinking Christmas tree lights because I am really uh, pleased to see if I go to someone's backyard. You've met people who've done this. And they just have really pretty lights hanging in their backyard. Just so they can go out and enjoy the patio, you know, things like that. They just love to decorate their yard, not just during the day, but at night as well, with all sorts of really pretty lights. Okay, there's got to be somebody who looks at that and thinks, well, they can't do that because, well, here's a busybody that has nothing better to do but sit around and complain all the time. Now, I know that folks in Cheyenne, you fought that over the years too. Uh, There was some years ago, a guy put a little sign, the same kind of sign, about the size of a real estate sign, put it up in his yard that just expressed a political opinion. And the city, this is a few years back, can't have that. Can't have people expressing their why. What if somebody's offended? Well, then let them be offended. That's his property and his freedom of speech. And that had to be fought for. Okay, it, they fought and won against the city. Yeah, again, well, it wasn't the entire city council at the time, but a few members of the city council who wanted to ban what people can go ahead and put as a sign in their front yard. And it's typical. Oh, There's even stories of, from around the country of people who want to put a garden in their front yard or plant certain kinds of flowers in their front yards, and the city comes along and says, you can't do that. Just like a homeowner's association. You can't paint your house that color. you got to watch what color you paint the inside of your house because it can be seen by the outside. No, these kinds of stories are real. They happen all the time. And, again, it's not just when you have a homeowners association that does it. It's when you have a city council that does it or a county commission, DJs in Gillette. So Teton County doesn't care about nocturnal animals in December? No. Nocturnal. An- that's a good point, DJ. Nocturnal animals in December can just put up with all the Christmas tree lights. I know, he, Apparently it disturbs them, so we have to turn off all the lights the rest of the year. But there's that, just that one period of time in December where those nocturnal animals are just going to have to put up with it. Even though, according to Teton County, well, it confuses the animals at night. It disrupts them. If they really believe that, they wouldn't allow... Christmas lights to go up at all. Ever. God knows what you're doing to those animals out there. Of course, these are the same people around Fourth of July don't want fireworks because you're scaring the animals out there. So you can't have a Fourth of July celebration. You know, the same kind of people, right? All right, coming up on local news. Update on your weather forecast after that, you and I get into it. Don Day joins me at 745. Speaking of weather. He'll be on with me live because there are some change up. Southeast Wyoming especially, pay attention, and then some colder weather on the way. Yet, yeah, quite a bit changes over the next few days. We'll talk about 745. Wake up, Wyoming.
0: Chat on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app and get your opinions straight to the studio with K2 Radio.
1: 7.36 the time, Wake Up Wyoming. I will get on to other topics, but I've just got some good comments coming here. So it's not just that... DJ and Gillette. So Teton County doesn't care about nocturnal animals in December. This has to do with you'll be fined in Teton County if you don't have your Christmas tree lights down by now. Well, you could be. Milo and for danger, maybe they should turn off all the street lights, porch lights, and shades must be closed. Also, yeah, I was saying the same thing earlier. That why not? What about cars driving down the road? You know, there's the whole idea about well, you could disrupt nocturnal animals and so they're just making up nonsense really they are. So here's what I told Miss Mary that I'm, I'm thinking I ought to do from time to time. I just never thought about it before. So when I get a story like this, that a county would actually start to find residents if they don't have their Christmas tree lights down by now, that what if I, this is great show prep for a guy like me. What if I would just sit down and write a nice thank you letter And I mean, a real letter, because that tends to get more attention these days when an actual letter shows up. And I just thank Teton County for the show print. And you think it would have any impact? Thank you for writing up idiotic ordinances like this. All I have to do is mention it in the morning, and people call the program, and people use the app to send me text messages. And wow, it really gets things going in the morning because they can't believe this is going on in the state of Wyoming. I would like to thank Teton County for providing me decent show prep in the morning. Keep it up, guys. Grandpa Rich uh, says, uh, bet that people complain about Christmas lights and such are transplants from, well, East Coast or California. Yeah, that's why I said somebody left the Western Gate open and California leaked in. And I.D. John Glenn asked Don Day about 80 from Cheyenne to Laramie. Okay, you guys having problems out there? I have Don Day coming on with the weather in just a moment here. And there are some big changes coming up in your weather forecast in the next couple of days as far as not just snow for the southeastern part of Wyoming, but colder temperatures. Suddenly that gate swings open. 7.39, your legislative body is in session with the House and Senate in the state of Wyoming. This Wyoming later... ...and
0: Woods on K2
1: Radio. Join
0: the conversation at 888-97-Woods.
1: Coming up in 745, wake up Wyoming. Off we go to talk to Don Day. Day weather so okay, Don. I'm listening to your morning forecast. One of the first things I notice is big changes are coming, but let's talk first off about possibility of snow For southeastern Wyoming, that could be what, tonight, tomorrow?
8: Wednesday. There's uh, basically, you know, where we are right now is where we've been for the last three weeks, which is this constant flow of stormy weather battering the West Coast. And that's generally going to continue through about Wednesday. And the last sort of bigger piece of that energy is going to go across the Great Basin today and tonight. And then tomorrow, it's going to be in western Colorado. Tomorrow night, it jumps over the Continental Divide, and we get a stronger, more organized low over east-central Colorado. And the counterclockwise spin around that system and its placement is very favorable for the Colorado front range, meaning that Denver to Fort Collins up to Cheyenne area, then up into western Nebraska to get some snow. I I don't think this is going to be a big storm, I'd call it, of moderate intensity. But there's going to be enough moisture and cold that – several inches of snow for that southeast corner. Uh, southeast corner means Cheyenne, Wheatland, Torrington, to near Douglas over to Laramie, then point south and east from there. Casper's gonna be on the northern edge. I could see an inch or two uh, of snow, uh, but the further north and west you go with the system, there won't be as much, but cold air comes in behind it. And really this last system is gonna be the initiator to bring this weather pattern change that in the longer term, is going to be less about the Pacific and it's going to be more about camp.
1: Because I, I noticed as we get into the next, you know, jumping ahead week and more, temperatures drop considerably and stay there.
8: They will. They're going to get colder and stay colder. And this, you know, snowy pattern for many areas of central and southern and southwestern Wyoming in particular has put a lot of snow on the ground. And, uh, that, you know, if you look at temperatures over in Lander and Riverton, they haven't warmed up at all. Uh, because of the deep snow cover over there. So the cold air when it comes in is is going to be stubborn. Um, it's going to get colder, and it's going to be staying colder as we go through the rest of the month and into early February.
1: Does this come blowing in?
8: Um, I mean, we're going to have moments of wind, but really okay. more than anything, when when you get this deeper Arctic air coming in, you generally have less wind. But when you have the temperature change to the colder, there's going to be some wind associated Okay, with that.
1: Does that bring down, as we've been getting storms, one after the next from the West Coast, so do we have a little train, if you will, or just maybe one after the next come down with this, or is it just cold?
8: Well, it's going to be cold, but there will be some systems coming in about every two or three days. Now, the difference is, since the the, the source region of the air will be from northwest and western canada you don't have that heavier pacific moisture like what we've been seeing here lately but the thing is is the colder it is the less amount of water it takes to make it snow in terms of inches so you know it's one of those situations where the water content goes down but the chances for snow are still
1: that's what i was going to ask so it's a much drier snow
8: that is correct we have had what we call sierra cement here lately the yeah. snow that's been falling been you know water laden which is great because that's really good but not usually what we get in january
1: all right thank you don don day from day weather so big changes are coming as everything switches over to Canada in the next couple of days. All right, let's swing on over to the ice box where Frank Gambino is waiting by. Frank, I came across one of these guys. I just I want to go there in person and explain it to him. I don't know what else to do. Mills, Wyoming, a man convicted of a gun uh, crime of some kind and violated probation and so on. And they have his mug shot up in the story. Okay, okay. yeah, he's smiling.
6: Well, you might as well, I guess. I guess, yeah.
1: You know? I every so often come across a picture of a mug shot where somebody thinks, "Oh, I'm getting my picture taken," uh, so I smile.
6: I've also seen those mug shots where they don't look so good.
1: Yeah, either they're a,
6: they've been, you know, they've they've they've, they've been in some rumble or some beef somewhere right or they're just not happy to be at the police station there
1: are websites of nothing but mugshots if you want some entertainment oh yeah go look that up (laughs) mugshot websites if you want some serious entertainment there's some weird stuff wow pops up on there but i still every so often i see a picture of someone they got in trouble they're getting your picture taken, and you were taught from a very young age. Smile. You're, yes, you're getting your picture taken, so smile. Yeah, and some of these people, I'm sorry, the smile looks creepy.
6: Oh, I think it is too. Yeah. I mean, what do you exactly? What are you smiling about?
1: Uh, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I, but, you, how,
6: but you didn't get away
1: with it. How about this? This might go over better with a jury. Uh, look innocent. Look as if you're sorry. Right. You see, something like that would be a better mugshot because I guarantee you with this guy from Mills smiling at the camera, if the jury were to get a load of this mugshot, well, he's not sorry at all, is he? He looks rather pleased with himself or what he was just caught doing.
6: Yeah. And then they'll give him double the time.
1: Exactly right. Yeah. So, okay. Anybody out there listening to this program who's criminally minded and gets in trouble with the law from time to time, just remember your mugshot is not your high school yearbook photo.
6: No. 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 And, and and your mugshot will be with you the rest of your life. Exactly. It'll be yeah. on that website with the other mugshots.
1: Yeah. So if you look like totally innocent and confused, you have no idea what's going on, you will have a much better chance than if you sit there and grin at the camera like the cat who just got the canary.
6: Oh, boy. All right, in the National Football League playoffs there were some exciting games over the weekend. Last night, Cincinnati beat Baltimore 24-17. Casper, native and former Wyoming Cowboy Logan Wilson, made a huge play that helped the Bengals win. In the fourth quarter, Baltimore was on the two-yard line of Ravens. Running back Tyler Huntley trying to get get into the end zone. Wilson punched the ball right out of his hands and that fumble was returned by Sam Hubbard who rumbled 98 yards for a touchdown. Just an incredible play. A heads-up play by Wilson who has an of doing that. So Cincinnati survives and they will play at Buffalo in the divisional round. The Bills were actually were lucky to win. They beat Miami on Saturday 34-31. Buffalo blew a, on Sunday, Buffalo blew a 17-point lead. Former UW star Josh Allen did throw for 352 yards and three touchdowns but through two interceptions that Miami turned into 10 points. He also fumbled which was returned for a Miami touchdown. Allen was also sacked seven times. A win is a win, but they got to play better. Also in the playoffs, Jacksonville Rally from 27 points down on Saturday to beat the L.A. Chargers 31-30. Former Wyoming Cowboy Chad Mumma with three tackles for the Jaguars. San Francisco on Saturday beats Seattle 41-23. Former UW guy Tashawn Gibson had three tackles for the 49ers. Then yesterday, the New York Giants won a playoff game for the first time in 11 years, beating the Minnesota Vikings 31-24. So what's
1: this deal? I keep seeing this story pop up. Uh, The Ravens, Marcus Peters... I didn't see anything about that. Appears to strike Bengals Joe Mixon after a tackle. He was penalized for taunting.
6: You can't be taunting in an NFL game. No,
1: you can't do that. Let's see. Here I have the video here. Here comes the tackle and...
6: They, everyone taunts each other yeah. almost continually the entire game.
1: Okay, then, okay, here's flags going up all over the place because there was almost a fight on the field. Okay, well, I guess after you tackle someone, don't celebrate and taunt the guy because, you know. People
6: get mad about that. People it, get because, mad about Because it, yeah. you don't want to be shown up.
1: No, you don't, no. I mean, there's that, I think, goes with sportsmanship. Now, when it comes to... There was a big controversy over a while a while ago about uh, celebrating after someone makes a touchdown. Well, I that's, expect that's some... allowed
6: because you got have to have some fun. That's yeah, fine. you
1: got to have some fun and play up to the fans, right? I love it when someone makes a touchdown and they turn to the fans and show them all sorts of love and have a good time with them. That should be allowed. But then, of course, you got to wonder when do you... when is it that and you're taunting the other team?
6: Well, they do it on both, on both on offense and defense. You know, they get an interception and all the guys will run down on the one end and they'll get in front of the camera and they'll kind of play yeah. bowling or something and they all got these acts, you know, and right. everybody knows, you know, it's just a little bit of fun. Uh, that's, well,
1: aren't these games supposed to be fun? Right. I thought that was the point. Yeah. All right, thank you, Frank. Coming on, well, imagine all the celebration going on in the stands and taunting going on back and forth. So, all right. Coming up on some local business, we have to take care. We're going to roll into news time after that national local update on the weather forecast. I have many other stories to get into with you, not the same couple that we've been talking about this morning. I other stuff, but it's open phones too. So eight ninety seven Woods eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. It's wake up Wyoming. Time it's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Real quick, I'm not I'm if you want me to, I will go back to some of these topics. For those just joining me, one of the big ones this morning is in Teton County, Wyoming. You need to have your Christmas tree lights down before they start showing up with letters. Then it goes before the county commission. If you don't take those Christmas tree lights down. You can get fined up to $750. So you cannot have your Christmas tree lights down during a certain time. Rianne Ford Danger has a great idea. Then they're not Christmas tree lights. What if What if it was just some other holiday that you have those lights up for that has nothing to do with Christmas? What if you just put some decorative lights out there just to decorate your home, but has nothing to do with Christmas? So they say, you've got to take your Christmas tree lights. I don't have Christmas tree lights up. I no these these are for this holiday. Make make a different holiday altogether. Or, and you can claim religious freedom, or just say no. I just have decorative lights around. What are you talking about here? Okay, open phones.
2: Morning, wake up Wyoming is about to enter daily open phones. This means that anyone will be allowed to call in and talk about anything. I mean, imagine if we actually allowed you on air to say anything you wanted. Scary, right? Well, we're just that brand of crazy. If you are offended by what other people think, then maybe you want to tune out right about now. Just saying. If you should choose to call, just remember, the more funny and interesting you are, the longer Glenn will keep you on the line. Obnoxious jerks will be hung up on. (coughs) Dave. (coughs) All right. Strap in and let's do this thing.
1: 97 97- with woo- the phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. Or like so many other people are doing, use the Wake Up Wyoming app, hit the chat option, which is top right hand corner of the when you open up the app, you'll see a top right hand corner, and send me a text message. Okay, so here's a short list of bills that Wyoming House and Senate is in session right now. A short list of bills that have just passed through. That doesn't mean they're passed, but they're making their way through the legislative process, right? I see. Uh, concurrent jurisdictions clarification of juvenile courts. And this is a bill that will clarify juvenile courts, uh, jurisdiction, juvenile justice. Who, In other words, when somebody gets in trouble that's a minor, who has jurisdiction over that? I notice that there's a lot of bills that just clarify older bills, They wrote a bill. It seemed neat. Uh, People understood it, but there's something about the language that had people confused or trying to clarify. Office of Guardian and, let's see, program references. Uh, The bill will clarify what a Guardian and Litton program is for a Guardian. Okay, and then community college capital construction. Minimum estimate cost for community capital construction projects is increased. From $100,000 to $250,000. Wyoming Telecommunications Act. The sunset date of the Wyoming Telecommunications Act will be extended until July 1st, 2023. The current bill was uh, 2019. I'll have to go back to see what the Communications Act was exactly all about because, let me see, there is a link to this right here. I just want to make sure what exactly is. Here's what I like about Wyoming legislation. It's not jam-packed with all sorts of extra stuff. Wyoming legislation, at the top of the bill, there's a short paragraph. This bill is about the following, and that's all the bill can be about. And the language has to be short and to the point. Not like in D.C. where they can jam in whatever they want. So it says an act relating to telecommunications, yeah, but what is the original act of let me see uh price benchmark, okay, I'll have to go back and find out what was the original bill and law universal service Fund created, and what exactly is it supposed to be do the telecommunications act that I don't know, but okay, uh, let me see insurance, rebate, modernization, state employee moving expenses. Oh, the Department Administration will pay moving expenses for the state officers and employees coming to Wyoming. That tends to be typical in in the sense that when I have landed a job somewhere in this business and they want me to move to that town, they move me. Yeah, they pay for it. You're going to come here, some money, move. And I've done that in retail business too. Highway safety child restraints. People driving children younger than two years old in their vehicles will need to have a rear-facing child restraint system. Driver's license and ID photo quality. Driver's license cards will no longer be required in color. No No wait, here, here's what I want to do with that bill. The bill says driver's license ID photo quality. What I want from that is they take a picture of me i want to be able to take a look at that and go no no that's a horrible picture can we go back and do this again how many times have you had your driver's license picture taken and he looked at it and went yuck so when they say photo quality we want a certain quality of picture for the no i want to make sure that i looked okay i didn't like the way i smiled on that one you know i got some hair sticking up something like that that's i want that bill to pass Let's see. There's an archaeological administration, a state parks account. Uh, the Department of State Parks, cultural resources, increase expenditures. A lot of this is increasing expenditures. Public work apprenticeship. There's a lot of apprenticings in the House. Voter ID and absentee ballots. The state registry, which already mentions voters' names, addresses, and party affiliations, will include... Voter identification number Generally by the state information for, for absentee ballot returns So they can look you up basically All right. uh, State land and leasing improvements State land grazing On non-owned livestock Means uh, leases for state land Will be able to graze livestock That uh, it, it goes into detail about this, Basically clarifying again Livestock grazing on state-owned land and there's one, in fact, let's see, veterans. Okay, Medicaid coverage. There is a story that you should look at if you will go to the Wake Up Wyoming site. And I know at some point during the day, Miss Murray will alert this out. But there's a story where a Wyoming doctor, once again, they're taking a look at Medicaid expansion. And there's Wyoming doctors out there that just don't want it. One doctor sent me 14 reasons to not expand Medicaid in the state of Wyoming. So that's worth looking at. There is a bit, well, this is not a law. You might have heard of this on your local news. There is a resolution, so it's not a binding law, to consider against electric vehicles. And if it passes, it will go to the governor of California and the president of the United States. So there's a few things like that. There's a lot on this list here that just goes on and on about what the state of Wyoming is trying to do. I'll tell you right now, most of this is dead on arrival because your legislative body only has a certain period of time. Now, there is this website, which is a hardcore leftist website in the state of Wyoming, and I never mention their name because nobody ever reads their website. They only post an article once in a great while and really nobody ever reads it. So I don't want to tell you who they are because then people might actually go to the website. They have a headline about Wyoming students performing among the best in the nation. And that's good news that our Wyoming students are performing better in school. And then the next part, will far-right lawmakers ruin that? Get a load of this. In 2022, Wyoming fourth graders scored the best in the nation in mathematics. On the National Assessment of Educators and Progress. That's good. Not fourth graders from Massachusetts, not fourth graders from California, Washington, New York, Wyoming. And that's not all. 2022, administered U.S. Department of Education found Wyoming fourth graders were second in the nation for reading. The only one who did better, Massachusetts. Eighth graders performed well too, they scored better than 44 other states in math and about 35 in uh, reading. So it's not out of the ordinary for Wyoming students to achieve among some of the highest in the nation. Story says, of course, educating students across Wyoming's sweeping rural landscape is not cheap. Here we go. And cramming thousands of students into dense city schools, well... But the equality state has historically made a point to invest in K-12 education. In fact, our constitution require it. Wyoming is typically around 10th in the nation per pupil spending. So we spend more money per pupil than most other states. In recent years, however, the story says, as tax revenues from fossil fuels, organic fuels is the proper name, has declined, the Wyoming legislature repeatedly cut funding from public schools. Okay, here's where I'll stop right here. This story goes on to say, well, if they cut funding, then they don't care that our students are doing so well. The people who write or person, I don't know if it's a person or people who write for this website, never seem to notice that there are school districts out there across the country that spend considerably less per student but get better results. There are private schools and charter schools homeschooling that's been considerably less per student and get better results. Dumping money on schools doesn't guarantee a better result. North Carolina, it's been a while since, probably 20 years since, but North Carolina had some of the worst schools in the nation, and George W. Bush dumped a bunch of money on North Carolina for them to fix that, and they spent that money, and there weren't any improvements. They seem to have this idea that if you want to improve education or keep the quality of education, you've got to keep dumping money on it. That's the only way. If you, if you take money away from education, obviously you want less of a result. The amount of money spent on education and the quality of education, the quality of the student that comes out of the school, do not necessarily go hand in hand. They never seem to learn that. 818, Wake Up Wyoming.
8: This Wyoming
0: Travel Network. Wyoming. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join in at 888-97-Woods or the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app.
1: 823 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. You're going to like this next story. Your favorite song. I
9: like guns. I like the way they look. go small Therefore say, well, hell, I want them all I like guns I like guns I
1: like guns so this story again comes out of your Wyoming legislative body here a bill to repeal most gun free zones filed in Wyoming state legislature. See how this would work. A bill that would repeal most gun free zones for people who legally carry concealed weapons in Wyoming has been on file for the 2023 legislative session. And if you take a look at the story, Wake Up Wyoming website, there's a link to the bill so you can actually read the thing. And again, Wyoming bills are very easy to read. The bill would not keep private property owners from barring guns. It's their property. They can do whatever they want. But it would allow people who are legally allowed to carry a concealed weapon to carry a gun into government meetings, including Wyoming state legislative body, local government, state government meetings. People also can carry weapons into a public school, a public college, a university, University of Wyoming. has There's been a lot of controversy about the University of Wyoming because universe, the state made the law, right? state passed a law involving this, and then University of Wyoming went ahead and did their own thing. Yeah, they're— Cases on this have gone all the way to Wyoming Supreme Court. Can the University of Wyoming make up its own laws on this? Except as a uh, provided for, and then it talks about different bills, a public elementary or secondary school facility, maybe not. So any public college or university facility is fine. And what we're talking about here, for those people who might look at this and go, we're talking law-abiding citizens. You cannot get—let's uh, let's talk for a moment about the concealed carry permit. Now, in the state of Wyoming, if you are a law-abiding citizen, you can buy whatever gun you want, carry it any, anywhere you want, pretty much anywhere you want, unless a private property owner says otherwise. But as far as the concealed carry permit goes, most people get that for state reciprocity with other states. So if they leave Wyoming, they go to another state, it carries with them that same permit, right? But to get one of those permits, they had to go through a background check. So it shows they're a law-abiding citizen. In other words, not someone you need to worry about. On the other hand, someone who has shown that they're not to be trusted, they can't carry in places like this. So while the story says the carrying of guns into schools would be allowed, school districts would still have the authority to prohibit school employees from carrying guns on district property. Now that I wonder about why not. Well, this is something that was discussed up in Gillette for a while. Uh, School teachers who wanted to go through a training course could carry in school just in case there was ever a problem you had teachers who were armed and ready to go and had been trained. Gun rights advocates, the story says, have been trying for years to pass similar bills in Wyoming, legislators so far without success. So we'll see how that goes. If you want to take a look at that particular bill, uh, go to the Wake Up Wyoming website. And again, if you have the Wake Up Wyoming app, at some point, Miss Mary alerts that out. It's House Bill 105 or HB 105, and that's where you can read the actual legislation and track to see how it makes it all the way through. And it even names who's sponsoring the bill. This is one of those that has been tried before. Now, again, private property owners can do whatever they want to do on their own property. It's their private property. If they decide to make their property a gun-free zone, it's their property. They get to do what they want to do. But when it comes to government buildings, well, that's supposed to be your property. So, in other words, if you walked into the state capitol right now, and I've heard people say this before. So... In fact, to me, one time, the first time I walked into the state capitol, I was just sort of looking around. It's a very pretty building. And I said, hey, can I go up there to that? And I was told, well, it's your building. You're a Wyoming citizen, right? And I said, well, yeah, I am now. Well, it's your building. This capitol is your building. So you can go ahead and go where you want to go. Now, they do close up some areas, like, for example, if the Senate is in session they limit who can go in and out because they're trying to conduct meetings. Other than that, the Capitol building is up to you. Go, go where you want to go. And it's supposed to be that way for any other government building in the state of Wyoming. Tim and Casper, Senate File 56 defines hunting, trespassing, to physically touching private property. Okay. This bill, I would say go ahead and take a a look at it if this is something that interests you. But once again, it's been a bill like like so many others that have been brought up before and for various numbers of reasons, which is not worth, I think, getting into right now, but has not passed. A lot of times it has to do with just the language of the bill. Some people are not happy with the way this is worded. Yeah, and there are those people who don't like the idea that, so you can just walk into a school carrying. Well, again, I don't mind that if this is a person that has shown, I mean, obviously, they have a clean criminal background. They've never been a harm to anybody. It might actually be good to have somebody in there, that old good guy with a gun stopping a bad guy with a gun thing. But you tell me. 888-97-WOODS, 888-97-WOODS. We can talk about that or some of the other stories I have coming up. Local news coming your way. Update on your weather forecast right after that. Wake up, Wyoming.
0: More stimulating than that first cup of coffee. This is AM 1030 K2 Radio.
1: 8.36 36 the time. Wake up, Wyoming. All right, 888-97. What's the phone number? That's 888-97-WOODS. Talk about what I'm talking about. Change the subject. Just kind of roll with the whole thing. Since I was talking about guns just a moment ago and a bill. Introduced state of Wyoming, not the first time that if you're someone who's allowed to carry a gun, concealed carry even, you can just go into any government building, college, whatever, and know the University of Wyoming is not allowed to change the rules about that, essentially, is what they're trying to get through. Now, headline I have in front of me, at least 80 Illinois County sheriffs will refuse to enforce the state's new gun law. Yeah, the, the right to keep—and this is a quote—the right to keep and bear arms in defense of life, liberty, and property is regarded as an inalienable right by the people, said a Iroquois County Sheriff's—his name is Clinton Brees, or Pre, uh, I'm sorry, Prees. I think is how you pronounce it—I'm with many others that believe that Illinois House Bill 5471 is a clear violation of the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Neither myself— Nor my office will be checking to ensure that lawful gun owners register their weapons with the state, nor will be arresting or housing law-abiding individuals that have been arrested solely on noncompliance of the act. Governor J.B. Who is it? Pritzker, I hate it when they they write these names up there just because they know it screws me up. P-R-I-T-Z-K-E-R, Pritzker, reminded the sheriffs that they took an oath to uphold the law. Yeah, they also took an oath to uphold the Constitution. So if you write a law that violates the Constitution, one overrides the other. Quote, as law enforcement, that's uh, their job, and I expect them to do their job, said the governor of Illinois. Well, but again... Here you have a, the Constitution, and then they write an unconstitutional law. So what do you do? Well, you can't write an unconstitutional law. No. So they don't enforce it. Quote, is political grandstanding by elected officials, say these sheriffs. Uh, Illinois gun rights groups are lined up to sue the state over the law. The Protect Illinois Communities Act bans 170 brands of semi-automatic rifles, limits ammunition magazines, pistols, rifles, and forces those with legal semi-automatic rifles to register their guns. Illinois Attorney General isn't worried about the sheriff's enforcing the law. The Attorney General of the state of Illinois said if a local law enforcement won't act, someone will. Quote, as law enforcement agencies, there's overlapping jurisdiction. So if they don't do their job, well, they have somebody else who will do their job. Interesting. Okay, well, let's see how this plays out in the state of Illinois. This reminds me of how, here in the state of Wyoming, when we had mask mandates for most counties, and I even asked the governor on this program, do we really? Because nobody's enforcing it, not the police. And for that matter, not one single prosecutor will prosecute it. Do we really have a mask mandate? I don't think we do. Well, and this comes down to what does the Constitution actually say about it, and that's where these law enforcement officials should side. You don't enforce an unconstitutional law. Off to the phones we go once again, ladies and gentlemen, from the Natrona County area. Your favorite caller, Judy, is on the line. Morning, Judy.
3: <laughs> Good morning, Glenn. I'm on your favorite subject this morning because uh, when I was at that last county commissioner meeting, Rob Hendry, who we uh, voted out of office, I'm right. um, going to be sticking around kind of like a Drew Perkins. He's on uh, the Natrona County. Uh, oh, gosh, which, which, which one was it? Um, anyway, he's he's working on some of the boards here. That he probably shouldn't be on at all. But anyway, he was talking about this solar uh, facility, two hundred and forty million dollars solar farm west of Barnett. So I pulled up the story, and it says in here there was some uh, people saying they don't want it, and it's that the gal says uh, the solar panels are designed to absorb sunlight and be less reflective than metal roofs or bodies of water and the pilot encounter regularly, just France was also spoke on the board and said it was fine, I just wanna know Who's going to be cleaning up the dead birds when their
1: wings are burned yeah. off, right? <laughs> well, wait a that, That's a slightly different just, – just so you're clear about which type of solar facility we're talking about. So there's one, and I want to say it was uh, Nevada, I think, or Arizona, one of those states, where they put up – and I know California tried this too. So they put up a big container way up high that had water in it, essentially, a little more to it than that. And they put around it a bunch of mirrors, and so the sun was supposed to reflect off of the mirrors and get pointed at the big container at the top, and that would heat the water and then, so they can make electricity. That's what was burning the birds. Birds would fly yeah. over in flocks and get just cooked in midair. Okay. Yeah. But the kind of facility that they're talking about building out that you're talking about doesn't do that. These are just solar panels. But the problem with that, though, is, first off, let's talk about the kind of weather we've been having here in Wyoming. They're going to be well, doing no a lot kidding, of...
3: That's what I thought.
1: Yeah. How are you going to keep those clean in the wintertime? All right. But that's the first thing. And it's not just a matter of snow. It's a matter of, you know, we have frosty nights yeah. and so on. Ice gets on. But in the summertime, especially, we have a lot... What does your car look like? You drive your car through the car wash, and what does it look like the next day? Yeah, yeah. There's just dust blowing around all over the place, so they're going to have to be yeah. out there every single day with squeegees, keeping this thing clean. It doesn't really work well out okay, here.
3: Okay, so we need three men, three men to wipe wipe uh, solar panels off. Yeah, 240 40 million dollars. Secondly, uh, wind project adds. This one one was good today. Uh, critics say wind project adds to industrialization of Wyoming. Right. Right. Okay, so they draw a permit to kill 133 golden eagles mm-hmm. <laughs> birds on 20,000 of private private land 60 wind turbines yeah. north of Medicine Bow and another uh 79 turbines now when these turbines we all know they're only good for 10 years that's tops then they have to change them out right our land pool here in Casper is full of these things
1: yeah
3: and i mean Ball, and they don't dissipate because they're made of fiberglass mm-hmm. is anybody going to straighten this out if i hear sustainable development or on uh, carbon footprint one more time i'm going to punch them in the mouth <laughs> whoever says it
1: okay
3: i am so over this big green energy yeah
1: bull, hand hovering over the dump button there okay no i in fact i haven't played this bit in a while I'm going to you know the bit that I play about the wind turbines, killing the birds,
3: oh yeah, okay, yeah,
1: you play it I'm playing that right now, thank you Judy no i I put this together some years ago, based on a true story birds let's face it, they're annoying, they're everywhere. Filling the skyways and dropping their little droppings on our automobiles, on our homes, and causing billions of dollars of damage every single year. Eating gardens right down to the nub, including the seeds. And of course, we've all seen Alfred Hitchcock's movie, The Birds. Yes, birds cost the American economy billions of dollars every year in damage. And billions of dollars to our economy by slowing down traffic at airports and even bringing down by dangerously flying into the engines. So how do we rid the skyways of these pesky creatures? We've found a way. Windmills are the answer. Yes, environmentally friendly because they don't use pesticides. Massive churning windmill blades bring down birds by the hundreds every single day. And thanks to Barack Obama's incentives and subsidies, windmill farms are now popping up around the country. Last year alone, we killed over half a million of these pesky creatures. Maybe right in your own backyard. Join us, won't you? Call your congressman. Ask for more windmills and more windmill subsidies so we can rid the skies of these pesky, costly, nuisance creatures we call birds. Brought to you by the Coalition for Cleaner, Safer Skies. If I manage to make it through this week, I would like my street jacket to be black leather and my helmet to sparkle.
0: Thank you. Sometimes the better is to wake up, Wyoming, with Glenn Woods. Call Glenn at 888-97-WOODS and make your voice heard. AM 1030, K2 Radio.
1: 849 is the time. Wake up, Wyoming. Off to go to the icebox for Frank Ambinos waiting by. Frank, sometimes when people put up signs, they need to stop for a moment and step back. And is that okay to be here? Or does it make sense? Right. Okay. So this is a library. I just sent this to Miss Mary. Okay. And they have the section for uh, people who have visual problems. Okay. And so there's large print books. There's audio books available. But the sign reads large print audio books.
6: Large print
1: audio books. Yeah, they're right next to it. It's one right on top of the other. Okay. okay, so you walk over and see large print audiobooks, It makes you go, hmm. So I'm just saying that somebody should have stopped for just a moment and read that and thought, does that make sense or should we have split those two signs right. up so it doesn't look like one sentence?
6: S- somebody also a second set of eyes for a lot of things. Often. Does, does wonders.
1: Yes, and it's also if you have somebody who has a weird and often obnoxious and sarcastic sense of humor, it's good to employ them. Yes. Because they'll see stuff <laughs> that many other
6: people don't. <laughs> right. and, they'll, and they'll find a way to fix it, but the way they see The, they see the it way fixed. they
1: see it done, yeah, yeah. So, no, if you go into a library and see large print audiobooks and you stand there confused, it's just because there's some library employee who did not step back and think is there anything about that that is weird that i should change and you should do that every time you go to hang up a sign somewhere on that note i have a sign outside my door here that says in my defense i was left unsupervised okay and i it's inten- pretty self-explanatory I, you know and i intentionally hung it crooked because it's funnier
6: that way uh, there's that's somebody what it is.
1: there's somebody here who keeps straightening up my sign
6: Oh, I thought because the building was tilted.
1: No, OCD, somebody.
6: All righty. <laughs> National Football League playoffs. There were exciting games over the weekend. Last night, Cincinnati beat Baltimore 24-17. Gasper, native and former Wyoming Cowboy Logan Wilson, made a gigantic play to help the Bengals win that one. In the fourth quarter, Baltimore was on the two-yard line. Ravens um, back Tyler Huntley trying for that end zone, and Wilson punched the ball right out of his hands, and that fumble was returned by Sam Hubbard, who rumbled ninety. Eight yards for a touchdown. Just an incredible heads-up play by Wilson, who has a knack for doing that. So Cincinnati survives. They'll play at Buffalo in the divisional round. The Bills actually lucky to beat Miami on Sunday, 34-31. Buffalo blew a 17-point lead. Former UW star quarterback Josh Allen did throw for 352 yards and three touchdowns, but he threw two interceptions that Miami turned into 10 points and also fumbled, which was returned for a Miami touchdown. Allen was also sacked seven times, but a win is a win. Also won the playoffs. On Saturday, Jacksonville rallied from 27 points down the the Los Angeles Chargers 31-30. Former Wyoming Cowboy Chad Muma had three tackles for the Jaguars. San Francisco beat Seattle 41-23. Former UW guy Tashaun Gibson had three tackles for the 49ers. And the New York Giants won a playoff game for the first time in 11 years, beating the Minnesota Vikings on the road 31-24. Men's College basketball from over the weekend, the Wyoming Cowboys lost again. They were drove by Boise State on Saturday night in Laramie 85-68. Boise State hit a dozen three-pointers and they dominated the backboards. Post got Noah Reynolds back in the lineup. He gave him 13 points, but UW was miserable from the free-throw line going 11 of 21. Plus, Hunter Maldonado left the game with some breathing issues, but apparently he is feeling better in his day-to-day. It's just a, a lost season for the Cowboys, we were in the basement of the Mountain West Conference at 0-5, 5-12 overall, losers of 7 in a row, and they will be at Air Force tomorrow. Wyoming Calgary basketball team defeated San Jose State on Saturday on the road 64-48 to get to 11-5 overall. 4-0 oh in Mountain West play. Emily Malima had 12 points for the Cowgirls. They went 15-16 of 16 from the free throw line and Wyoming will be at Nevada tonight in Reno. In women's junior college basketball, Casper College approved the 17-3 and three on the year with a 61-59 road win over Western Nebraska. The Birds are ranked 23rd in the country. They got 14 points from Sandra Fraud-Garcia. The Casper College men posted two wins over the weekend. to get to 15-4 and four on the year. They beat Western Nebraska 84-78 on Friday and then NJC,
1: so, was it? Buffalo won
6: the game? They won the game, but okay. they need to play a lot better.
1: Okay. Uh, so, where does that put them then? They're,
6: they're, they're, they'll have a home game okay. against Cincinnati. They'll right. have two UW guys in the game and they both start. Okay, cool. That's okay. Logan Wilson and Josh Allen. So
1: this, so odds of Josh winding up in the Super Bowl.
6: Well, he's they got they got to play better.
1: Okay, yeah, so they that didn't sound good, especially after he got sacked several times. Yeah,
6: he, he, everyone the Bills fans are going well. Wow.
1: Yeah, well, I would ask though, people. I, I always want to ask my defenders, uh, guys, are you mad at me? Oh, no, they were defending him. <laughs> they were.
6: They're, they're, it got testy for a while, Was Harry. Right. Don't touch my quarterback, but then he got touched a
1: lot. All right. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on News Time. Open phones. Wake up, Wyoming. It's time to get 906, it's Wake Up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. 888-97-Woods the phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven woods For those just joining me, a couple of stories that hit it right off the bat this morning. One, Teton County, Wyoming, better have your Christmas tree lights taken down. At first, they send out notices. Then they start sending out county commission warnings. Then it goes to a judge if you don't take your Christmas tree lights down. You could be fined up to... a day if you don't take your Christmas tree lights down by now in Teton County. I just cannot wait to live in Teton County. This is the kind of people that they're electing in Teton County. One of the stories I put up this morning. Also today, Martin Luther King Day. And what gets me is the banks are closed. The bureaucracy across America is closed. Those people get the day off. The rest of us have to work. So I want a holiday. I was trying to find a name of a holiday, some kind of a holiday that the rest of us would get off, but people who work in banks and the bureaucracy had to go to. They have to work. We get the day off. I want to turn this around for once.
3: Morning,
2: Wake Up Wyoming is about to enter daily open phones. This means that anyone will be allowed to call in and talk about anything. I mean, imagine if we actually allowed you on air to say anything you wanted. Scary, right? Well, we're just that brand of crazy. If you are offended by what other people think, then maybe you want to tune out right about now. Just saying. If you should choose to call, just remember, the more funny and interesting you are, the longer Glenn will keep you on the line. Obnoxious jerks will be hung up on. (coughs) Dave. (coughs) All right, strap in and let's do this thing.
1: Blade 97 Woods' phone number that's 97 W O O D S. Talk about what I'm talking about. Change the subject, fine by me. This was interesting. Just came over the news services here. So there's a prominent Senate Democrat that was all over President Trump when they raided Mar a Lago over classified documents. So what does she have to say about President Biden? Well, she starts out okay. And then it gets really bad. Senator Debbie Stabenow, Democrat Michigan, acknowledged that it was a bad look for President Biden to have been caught having classified information from his uh, time as vice president after condemning President Donald Trump for a similar situation. But there always has to be a but in there. She quickly shifted to point the finger at Republicans who want to look into it further. Basically, she was saying, but that would be bad for the economy. Cody is in Carpenter on Gun Control Morning. Cody,
10: hey, I just want to thank you for taking some air time to talk about the uh, the legislature talking about maybe expanding the rights of the concealed carry holders. Yeah, uh, I just I think that's important, and you covered it, but I just wanted to reemphasize that it's you know this is not the way I understand the bill. It's you know, currently, and if you're not a convicted felon, you're you know you're legally allowed to carry a concealed weapon in Wyoming, right? This yeah. is, but this bill, yeah, isn't when everybody come in there. So it's only those that have actually filed for the concealed carry license,
1: right? And, which means they have yeah. to go through background checks and things like that.
10: Yeah, yeah, it, it's not a, it's not a simple deal. You have to you know you have to go down and get fingerprinted at the at the sheriff's office. The sheriff has to sign off on it. I mean, he check you. So besides the legal ability of it, I mean, if there's some kind of deal where you're you know a, a bad guy but don't happen to have a criminal record you're gonna mm-hmm. have a little tougher time getting it and you know so it's it's a, a check so really if you think about it means a lot of veterans you know re- retired police officers i mean you know up, upstanding people in our communities that have have done the work and said that they are willing to take the responsibility of being you know trained and informed and practiced and and to carry a gun in order to protect ourselves our families and our communities you know, so why would we not want these people in our basketball games at our kids' plays at, at, at you know, meetings where crazy people might come right. into? You know, I mean, this, this, is, this is a here's, good thing for our
1: state. And I, I, here's the excuse that or the reason I often hear from the other side of the argument, which makes me roll my eyes so far up in my head, they come back up from the bottom. OK, <laughs> just all the way around like that. So I hear, well, <clears throat> let's say someone's at a basketball game and they have a gun, and the ref makes a call against their kid that they don't like. Well, they have that gun on them, so they're really going to be tempted just to pull that gun and start shooting at the ref, right? That's the mentality they have, that someone... yeah, yeah. yeah.
10: And the answer to that is, is if you look at the, the criminal um, records of concealed carry permit holders in the United States... It is yeah. so low. It is basically zero. It is infinitesimal. Yeah. If you look at the thousands and thousands of people across the country that have done the legwork to carry concealed weapons, and you look at the crimes that they commit, it mm-hmm. is basically zero. Yeah. So I mean, so the, the you know the chances of a concealed carry holder losing his cool and shooting the ref is, is I mean, I mean you'd be better you know she might as well be worried about getting hit by a meteorite. Yeah. About the same kind of odds.
1: I would it'd be interested to see, because they've tried passing this before. It hasn't worked. But let's say they go ahead and get this through. Then what happens with the University of Wyoming? Because t- uh, my best recollection of this is the whole bill started when UW decided to write their own rules. And state legislators stepped up and said, hold on. We already wrote those rules, UW. You're not allowed to do this. So they wanted something to clarify the law.
10: Yeah, yeah, and and I hope really hope it passes. But one final point I make, you know, coming from agriculture, I kind of think of things maybe simpler than most. But all I can think of is 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 the herd of livestock, whether it's cattle or sheep or whatever. Do the coyotes attack the herd that has a herder that is that is has a guard dog, you know, that, that has people paying attention to it that is you know, is big strong animals? No. You know, the, the predators look for the livestock that that is unprotected, you know. Right. And so I mean, these we have predators in our society, and they are driving around looking for the proverbial herd, and they want easy targets that are unprotected and easy victims. Mm-hmm. And you know, by allowing these concealed carry permit holders into these into these proverbial herds, it will de- it will deter the predator from attacking, whether or not anything happens. I mean, the, the likelihood of actually having to shoot somebody in these events is very, very, very low, because if they know that they're there, they're not even going to try.
1: All right. Thank you, Cody. Cody called in from Carpenter. We'll give you an example of that, too. I've seen, actually, a couple of signs like this. There are schools across the country that declare the school a gun-free zone, which means that nobody in the school is armed, right? And we've seen what happens there. But then there are a few schools around the country that say that, no, in fact, their teachers, their staff are armed. It's not a gun-free zone. And they will shoot back. Now, if there's some nutball who intends to go shoot up a school, which school do you think he's going to go for?
6: Since you are reluctant to provide us with the location
0: of the rebel base, I have chosen to test this station's destructive power on your home
4: planet of Alderaan.
10: No, Alderaan is peaceful. We have no weapons. You can't You will possibly...
4: prefer
1: another target? On had some defenses. let wake up, Wyoming. Woods is on the air. Sorry, but we
0: had a budget. Join the conversation at eight 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 ninety seven 97 Woods. This is
1: K2 Radio. 920 is the time. I'm 97 Woods. Phone number 8897 W O O D S talk about what I'm talking about, change the subject, fine by me. I got some climate news for you here, but first, ladies and gentlemen, Al Gore with the only hit song he thinks he ever had. You're driving a big car, I come on
0: your radio, I say the end's close, you just say no. I say it's global warming, but you call me a liar,
1: but this planet's on fire. So let's go and take a look at some numbers. I keep hearing this story pop up from time to time, and some news organizations are already getting along, wrong. 2022 was the warmest year on record. Okay, that's completely wrong. Other news organizations are saying that 2022 was like the fifth or eighth or one of those numbers. Depends on which news organization you're reading. Recorded record warmth. Now, first off, recorded, we really have not been keeping accurate readings very long as a species. Yeah, even when you go back to the first time human beings started actually taking records of temperature, there were not very many places on the planet where they took actual temperature readings and wrote them down and kept records. Even now in the state of Wyoming I've put up a story several times that uh, there's some meteorological organizations out there asking for more people around the west Wyoming Montana places like that. Could you guys put up some weather stations at your home? We'll help you do it. Cuz they need more monitoring to get that done. So we haven't been keeping records for all that long. Now, out of the records that we have kept. There are years that are warm. There are years that are cold. There are decades that are warmer than other decades. So I'm taking a look at a graph here that shows overall we have not trended hotter or colder when it comes to temperatures here on planet Earth over the past Few decades. So they keep trying to make the case that this is one of the warmest on record. You know, this, or 2022 was one of the warmest on record. Here's a headline I have for you New pause lengthens 100 months with no warming at all since 2014. Eight years and four months, despite 14% more CO2 being in the atmosphere. During all of this time, when you take a look at the graphs, we've had some very warm years and some colder years. But overall, the graph is not trending up or down. Flatlined. Mike is in Casper. Morning, Mike. Wait a second. The phone did some weird... Mike, is this you? Yeah. Okay, good. I got you. What you got for me? Uh,
7: The wind turbines, they're made out of a composite, that fiberglass. Right. Right. Well, I got a 1977 Corvette that's made out of fiberglass, too. It
1: doesn't
7: spin in circles, but uh, <laughs> yeah. they get cracks and pits, and right. I wonder why can't they get be refurbished?
1: Well, it's, now, it's, it's fiberglass in part. There's more to it than that, I know. And that's where, because it's fiberglass plus other stuff, they couldn't figure out what to do with it. Now, there are companies out there that are trying to figure out ways to recycle that material. Because it's got to be incredibly more durable than what your car was made out of. You know, it's a well, very light. In the, in the,
7: and, in the well, ahead. in auto body, they're coming up with so many different chemicals and compounds. Yeah, I just last time I was working in auto body, they got so many different stuff now. Mm-hmm. It's hard uh, by paints. Uh, they can even recode it or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. You, you figure something they, they can do that. Yeah.
1: No, they have a lot of work to do on this. you got to figure these things out in the elements, spinning. They're under a lot of pressure, and so they have to be replaced. about Roughly every 10 years, maybe a little bit more, they have to be replaced. So, okay, why then are we burying them here in Casper, Wyoming? Find some other use for it. Now, again, there are companies out there that are starting to find something that they can do with... Spent wind turbine blaze, but it still looks to me like just a, at this point a bad idea. It, it's just not yeah, working.
7: There's a couple hundred of them. There's a couple hundred of them, it looks like up at the dump here locally. Yeah. Sitting there, yeah.
1: And that's what you can see. There's more underground. They don't know what else to do, yeah. so they're just going to bury them. So this isn't I really working. I
7: think one of these uh, pipe yards out there has a bunch. I don't know if they're new ones or old ones, but they've right. got some stored out there somewhere on the pipe yard.
1: Okay. Well, now I'm even more concerned with when they go to make wind and solar and electric cars, they have to mine for rare earth minerals. That mining process is incredibly invasive. It's a toxic process to create the batteries and all the other things made out of rare earth minerals. And it's toxic to dispose of this stuff. So when do the environmentalist groups finally step up to put a stop to this?
7: Another question. How, uh, how many years do they do research to find out this this is a bad idea?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. At some point, all right, thanks for calling. No, at some point, you got to figure this is a bad idea. At some point, you've got to stop and go, okay, this is not working. In fact, I've even loved – well, I can't say I love to point I even point out child slave labor. It's not just slave labor, but there's even child slave labor in China and in Africa and so on to go after these rare earth minerals. And then again, the process is toxic to create it, toxic to dispose of it. How is this clean, green, sustainable, et cetera, et cetera? Just simply not the case. This is not what you are being promised that it is. Dave is in Mills. Hi, Dave. How are you, young man? Good, sir. What you got? Well,
5: I was just wondering if you would kind of keep your ear to the whatever for us. Last night was the first time I'd heard anybody about the Biden documents. Mm -hmm. Say, well, you know, Joe never had the legal right to secret and top secret stuff. Mm -hmm. So where'd those documents come from? Right. Those are all Obama's documents. And the National Archives has said that uh, they are in charge of all Obama's stuff and it's all turned in. Well, apparently
1: not. Right. This so. would be Obama's documents then, yeah, okay. Now, yeah. I also wanna know, there was a story I told some time ago, a few years back. There was a young man in, I forget what branch of the military he was in, and he was in Afghanistan, and he had a thumb drive filled with classified material. Essentially, he went home and then realized that thumb drive was still in his pocket, went right back to the office and turned it in. That doesn't matter. They arrested him. He's still in jail. But Hillary right. gets off. Obama gets off. Yeah, they're still dealing with uh, Trump and those documents, and here comes Biden. But that young man's in jail.
5: Right. Uh, same thing with that uh, young sailor that was on a submarine that took pictures of his birthday. Yeah. And all yeah. that is dead. Yeah, but since he took pictures inside a classified submarine, he's yeah. still in jail
1: also. I'm sure, sure. But again, Hillary, scot-free.
5: Well, yeah. you know, when Comey first came out and was reading all the charges against her, I thought, finally, they're going to do something.
1: Yeah, and then he and just, then just tossed it all. Goes, yeah. All right. So, Thank you, Dave. You see, now that's the good Dave. See, when I have that disclaimer that says I hang up on Dave, I mean one particular Dave, doesn't apply to all Daves everywhere. Dave from Mills is a decent guy. There's other Daves around Wyoming that I like, too. It's the Dave from San Francisco that I have a hard time with. All right, coming up on some local news, update on your weather forecast, more open phones, 888-971. Or you can use your Wake Up Wyoming app. Top right-hand corner, hit the chat option. And you can go ahead and send me text messages when I'm on the air. Wake up, Wyoming.
0: Not at you. Be part of the show at 888 97.
1: 9.36 to the time. Wake Up Wyoming. All right, 888-97-WOOD's the phone number. Talk about what I'm talking about. Change the subject. Fine, I'll roll with it. 888 97 W-O-O-D-S. Or send me a text message through the Wake Up Wyoming app when you open up the app, which is free to download at your app store. Top right-hand corner, you'll see those little word bubbles. Touch that. That's text messaging me. I just use your phone and send me text. People send me pictures and links, all sorts of things. All right, every so often this story pops up. During a legislative session, and I always have to object to it. This is from Wyoming Public Media. Some of Wyoming's leading policymakers want the legislator to be civil, unlike national politics. Now, I always disagree with this. Not for the reason you might think. I'll tell you why in just a minute that I don't want them to be civil, but yeah, it's not what you think. Some years ago, I was a guest when I first came to Wyoming, a guest at the Wyoming House of Representatives. At the time, the Speaker of the House was Tom Lubnow from Gillette, Wyoming. And he took me on a tour. And he showed me they had pictures up there on the walls of past legislative bodies. And one of them had a big tear in the middle. That was used to bash over somebody else's head because there was a fight on the floor of the House of Representatives a long time ago. Fist fight, canes were used, pitchers knocked over people's heads. I need the show prep. Hmm? Tell me that I can't. You want a civil legislative body? They don't think about me, do they? I need the show prep. We're talking ratings here, right? Fred is in Colorado. Hello, Fred. Good
9: morning, Glenn. Happy New Year.
1: You same to you, sir. What you got?
9: Uh, two things, if I could. Number one, you have theme songs for Judy. Yeah. Hey, Jude, and you've got one for Ocasio-Cortez. Uh-huh. I've got one that I'd like to suggest for Grover Norquist or any time that you talk about taxes. Okay. And that's George Harrison and a Beatles song,
1: Tax, Tax Man. Man. Yeah, okay.
9: I, I can, think that's a yeah. great one, and I think it says it all right there.
1: I can bring it up. Absolutely. Okay.
9: Second thing is um, I understand the FCC rules about K-GAB having to have their signal reduced at certain times of the year. Yeah. The problem is I think that's rather arcane anymore. I go for my walks every morning and I usually leave around 6:37 o'clock. I can't get your signal on my uh, little radio. Yeah. And I think it's time that that issue be rediscussed. Well, okay. And, uh, First
1: of the the way we do the reason we do that is because we're protecting other radio stations that are on the same signal. So we don't overlap each other at other places, but the next thing is, do you have one of today's modern cell phone thingies that all the kids are talking about?
9: You know, Glenn, I don't buy into that, that oh, okay. stuff that's going to be arcane by tomorrow.
1: Okay. No. Uh. <laughs> the the idea is, well, I mean, I know it's a pat. The internet thing that's going to be like what another week and it's over, right? So, but no, the the today's modern radio in your pocket is the cell phone. Almost half of this audience lists off of their phone. They just touch the app and touch On Demand, and and there it is. And it doesn't matter where on the planet they are.
9: Well, Glenn, I don't have a cell phone, so I don't even have to worry about it.
1: Okay. So when you go for a walk, are you like walking your dinosaur?
9: Well, I have had um, uh, a couple of them out there. I got a Tyrannosaurus Rex that really is good. That's fine. Clears the path for me and gets everybody out of my way. I'm
1: glad Dino found a home.
9: He did, yeah,
1: a, okay, but but,
9: but again, <laughs> you know, I hear back to the on a more serious thing, yeah, Glenn, I think it's time to stop protecting these big ones. by the way, when I do turn on your your station early in the morning mm-hmm. and it's reduced, believe it or not, I get a radio station out of Saskatoon, Canada,
1: yeah, see now that's part of what I'm talking about, so there are stations out there that are considered clear channel stations where at night they're allowed... To, when the sun goes down and it's an AM station, the signal just expands. The yeah, they s- have one in Denver. Yes. Uh, in fact, KOA in Denver is one That's of those, That's correct. Right? Yeah. Uh, but there's other radio stations out there that uh, they have to reduce their signal to protect the clear channel signals. So you've got to get a hold of the FCC and say, KOA sucks, I want KGAB.
9: Well, you're right. KOA does suck, and I want K G A. Okay, well,
1: there you go. I appreciate the... <laughs>
9: <laughs> thanks, Glenn. Have all a
5: good right, day. All right, thanks.
1: I appreciate it. I'm going to pass that one on. J.D. is in Torrington. Hello, J.D. It's Andy and... Uh, oh, Andy. I the, all I got to do is unplug them
5: light. I so, the ended that... Okay, uh, by tomorrow.
1: Uh, okay, the problem is your, your signal is breaking up, so I'm not catching all of what you're saying. I was just...
5: Thing that the people with the, the uh, Christmas lights right? all they have to do is unplug them
1: yeah <laughs> so they don't have to take them down just unplug them right yeah how was that I would rather unplug the people that are passing these rules you know just make sure they're not reelected Ab- absolutely my answer, and I like what Rhiannon Ford Danger said, is, so why does it have to? They said take down Christmas tree lights, so call them something else. They're not, True. They're not Christmas tree lights. They're something else. Therefore, you're okay, right?
5: The de- Decorative lights from my house.
1: Bye. All right. Thank you, JD. Appreciate it. Let's wake up Wyoming.
0: ...but never boring. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join the show at 888-97-WOODS.
1: 9.47 at the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Off we go to the ice box. Frank Gambino is waiting by. Uh, now, Frank, before, hear me out before you give the answer. I have a feeling that perhaps... Six. Good answer. No, then I'm just a uh, a little off on this one, or in general. Okay, okay, so here's the story. And I came across a Wyoming public media story. They interviewed some members of the Wyoming House and Senate currently okay. in session. Mm-hmm. And the whole discussion was we need to have some more civility and decorum in our government meetings between the House and Senate. So I just sent State Senator Ogden Driscoll, you know, he owns the property around Devil's Tower yep. there. Asking him to do just the opposite because I need the show prep.
6: What, do you want people to be out of control? Yes. No. I
1: need the show prep here. Now, let's back up. I got to look up what year this was, but this is like early Wyoming legislative body. Mm -hmm. There was once a fight on the floor of the House of Representatives that took up most of the afternoon. Canes were used as swords. There is a, every year they take pictures of the different legislators and put them up on the wall, and there's a pretty big size portrait thing, <laughs> and there's a rip right up the middle, because it was used to bash somebody else over the head.
6: <laughs> all righty I mean, then. they
1: really went at it. When it was all done, and they finally got back together and everything was calm, they did what they're not allowed to do. They just struck the whole event from the record.
6: <laughs> oh, Okay. Oh, that never happened? Nope, nope, nope. No, nope, the reason nope, we know nope,
1: about it nope, is nope. the newspaper that is currently known as the Wyoming Tribune Eagle, different name at the time, had reporters that were up there in the gallery watching the whole thing. And so it got written up in the paper, but it's just you will not find it in the actual records of the Wyoming House of Representatives. That's interesting. Never happened before. So, yeah, I look at that and I think, now, for the sake of the ratings of this program that I do— what do you mean you want civility? Then what am I supposed to talk about, Frank?
6: Well, civility. I mean, no. you don't you don't want the legislator turning into the the, the British Parliament. Yes, I do. I do. You do? <laughs> I would love you to wa- see... Have you watched it on the BBC? Oh, my
1: Lord, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. In fact, I would love to see, since the gallery... You ever been there and, and watched the sessions from the gallery up high? I, I've been in the gallery, but I haven't yes. watched the sessions. I the- would love to see someone do, like, a championship wrestling thing and just do a mosh pit dive off of the top. <laughs> P- onto
6: somebody's desk. <laughs> That's just you know? something
1: like that. Yeah. I mean, we, we need this kind of a stuff. This is what keeps this program alive. What do you mean civility?
6: Well, I mean, they can throw water balloons at you. That would be, S-
1: spit, spit spit
6: would be fine. Spit balls would be good. Spitballs are good. You know, paper airplanes. Paper airplanes, stuff like
1: that, sure. You
6: know, I mean, I, I guess yeah. you can swear at them in different languages. I'm sure you, you can go
1: ahead and do that, scream and yell, you know. Maybe uh, suggest that it's taken outside. You know, you know they don't fight there in the chamber, but you want to step outside, pal. Now, this is not like the old West days where, you know, you're on, in on Like a gunfight
6: the OK Corral. Yeah,
1: high noon, stuff like that. No, we don't do that. But if a couple of these guys want to step outside, well, again, you see, good for the ratings. This is how we make a living, Frank.
6: Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll go with that. The National Football League playoffs, some great games over the weekend. Last night, Cincinnati beat Baltimore 24-17. Gaspar Native and former Wyoming Cowboy Logan Wilson made a huge play to help the Bengals win in the fourth quarter. Baltimore was on the two-yard line. Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley trying to get into the end zone and Wilson just punched the ball right out of his hands. He fumbled and that fumble was returned by Sam Hubbard. 98 yards the other way for a touchdown. It was an incredible heads-up play by Wilson who has a knack for doing that. So Cincinnati survives and they'll play at Buffalo in the divisional round. The Bills really were lucky just to beat Miami on Sunday 34-31. The Bills blew a 17-point lead. Former UW star quarterback Josh Allen did throw for 352 yards and three touchdowns, but he threw two interceptions that Miami turned into 10 points, and he also fumbled, which was returned for a Miami touchdown. Allen was also sacked seven times, but a win is a win. Also in the playoffs, Jacksonville rallied from 27 points down on Saturday to beat the Los Angeles Chargers 31-30. Former and Cowboy player, Chad with three tackles for the Jags. San Francisco beats Seattle 41-23. Former UW guy Tashaun Gibson with three tackles for the Niners. And the New York Giants actually won a playoff game for the first time in 11 years, beating Minnesota 31-24. Skol! In men's college basketball from over the weekend, the Wyoming Cowboys lost again. They were drove by Boise State on Saturday night in Laramie, 85-68. Boise State hit 12 three-pointers in the game. They just dominated the backboards. Cowboys did get Noah Reynolds back in the lineup after an injury. He gave them 13 points, but UW was awful from the free-throw line at going 11-21. of 21. Plus, Hunter Baldonado left the game with some breathing issues. Apparently, he's feeling better in his day-to-day. It is just a lost season for the Cowboys, who were in the basement of the Mountain West Conference at 0-5 and 5-0. 12 overall, losers of seven in a row. They will be at Air Force tomorrow in Colorado Springs. Wyoming Cowgirl basketball team defeated San Jose State on Saturday on the road 64 48 to improve to 11 5 overall, 4 0 in Mountain West play. Emily Malima had 12 points for the Cowgirls as they went 15 of 16 from the free throw line. Wyoming will be at Nevada in Reno tonight. In women's junior college basketball, Casper College improved to 17 and 3 on the year with a 61 59 Rogan over Western Nebraska over the weekend. The Birds are rated 23rd in the country. They got 14 points from Sandra Fro garcia The Casper College men posted two wins over the weekend. They get to 15-4. and four. They beat Western Nebraska 84-78 on Friday and NJC on Saturday 104-74. In that Western Nebraska game, Kennard Richardson took an astounding 33 shots and was one of 10 from the three-point line, but he still finished with 28 points. Casper men and women will be at Northwest of Powell on Saturday.
1: I might be taxing your brain a little bit too much in this one, but which Wyoming teams are doing well and which are not? The, for the for UW the men are not, okay, and the women are. That's simple enough to put it that way. Yeah. The men. Are, well, except for football, though, right? Didn't they do? Yeah, football's over. Yeah, so yeah, but it's over. But they did a good job. Yeah,
6: they, right? they, yeah, you know, they, okay. they're actually better than expected, to be honest with you.
1: Well, and that's uh, that. Okay, that's the main thing that I had heard from you, and is that they did better than expected because there was even what you were saying going into this because they were young they're new very young yes but considering the fact that they're rookies at this they didn't do bad at all yeah it
6: was okay
1: so you're expecting a good year next
6: year if everybody returns you know how that goes all right
1: thank you frank Mm -hmm. coming up on some local business news time after that wake up wyoming